I'm Mark Adams and welcome to episode 32 of Mark's Mess Podcast, where for my daughters, Charlotte and Catherine... Catherine, Charlotte. Charlotte, Catherine. Catherine, Charlotte. Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine, Charlotte. Charlotte we look at the world of geekery using the alphabet as our guide. This time, actually, we're going to do a bit of catching up because it's been a long time since the three of us sat down and did any recording together because basically the two of you have been quite busy over the past while and we've just got over Christmas. We're actually recording on New Year's Day. So, happy new year, folks. Happy new year. That was a really poor woohoo. Has it been that? I'm you feeling like a big woohoo now. Woo-hoo! You've just been doing an hour of maths. Yeah. That's okay. My arm's sore. My arm's sore. Oh, from doing maths. No. Well, you've got to work it out. Anyway, right. Let's just catch up with our folks. By the way, if you would like to email us, you can at mymarksmess at gmail.com on twitter at marksmesspodcast without the t our web page is marksmesspodcast.blogspot.com and our facebook page <laughs> marksmesspodcast right when we get the jovialness we have just got over christmas before that we had charlotte's birthday and uh, did you get anything geeky for your birthday charlotte well for my birthday, I went to Belfast and I bought Jock Lockjaw. You bought one of the pop heads? What? A bubble pop head. A bubble pop head of Lockjaw, which was great. And while we were there, I managed to get to Coffee and Heroes Shop, which is another comic book shop in Belfast, and you can actually get coffee at it. I went to the entertainer shop. <laughs> but we had a good day. I was with your friends. We went on the train. And I do like Belfast. <laughs> I got from one of my friends I got two 10 pound book vouchers and I spent them yesterday on per- two Percy Jackson books on another book okay I got great earrings so I did and you were a very happy girl with those yeah over Christmas uh, anything you- geeky you got I got a Miss Marvel comic which I finished last night I got a DVD of crossover it's the second it's the second sort of multi-episode crossover in the Arrowverse and we actually finished watching uh, The Flash season 3 recently so what did you think of that? Recently? Well fairly recently because it's the last time we recorded. I thought it was good I, I the only thing is because we were watching it one a day you realised how few villains he has they're basically, oh, I'm a super fast person who can beat all, you all the time. All, they're all fast people, but they get faster. Yeah. Like, it was... It was... Zoom. It was Harry. No, it wasn't Harry. Yeah, it was... Yeah, Professor Zoom. Well, yeah. And then Reverse Flash, and then the big silver guy. No, it was Reverse Flash first, and then Zoom. Okay. Okay, hurry up, please. And then your weird person, god thing. Yeah, basically who was his own self, but... With yeah. a scar on his face. Yeah, but he didn't have a scar on his face. He did. That was the whole point. Yeah, it was left oh, out. Yeah. Um, but with some of my Christmas money, I've bought Supergirl season three. Which should be good. I should really go and start watching. It should have arrived already. It should have. I'm going to uh, I have to watch Supergirl season one and two and then catch up on that. Because I bought Invasion, the first multi-episode crossover. Uh, second one. Yeah, which, so which, is okay, which is okay. And it's quite nice. They're uh, nice and cheap. Uh, anything else we got, Catherine? Jurassic Park, no, World. 
that, that this is the most recent movie, Jurassic World. The I've forgotten what the tagline the is. Second is one. The second one. Jurassic. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, that was our Christmas Day viewing. Oh yeah, it was good. I like the I dinosaurs. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was good fun. It was entertaining, and that's what we ask for. Anything else you got, Catherine? I got. Oh yeah, I got Warrior Cats. What did you get? I got the newest book, it's Crow Feathers Trial, and then I got a manga comic thingy. It's all of the se- it's all of the ones about Greystripe. Uh, a couple, few things I got. Julie, your loving mother, knitted me uh, a Doctor Who scarf, a season uh, fourth Doctor scarf. I almost scarf. gave it away twice. That's okay. You almost gave my scarf away. No, no, no not mean. like physically. Like I almost said something in front of you. Really? You can like just like have you done any more of the? Have you have you knitted any more of your? You know what? Well, you've done. You did well in that. I got the movie solo. Uh, the Star Wars story, and I really enjoyed it. I watched it. I watch a movie on New Year's Eve when everyone else has gone to bed, and I just sit up and watch it. When are you going to watch Duet? What's Duet? Oh, it's a really bad pun. Yeah, that's going to be out of the doubt. <laughs> I got All Quiet on the Western Front, which if long-time listeners will remember that Blaine Dowler wrote to us and suggested that it's one of the things we could watch after he listened to our World War One episode. And I got the Taskmaster book, which I've been torturing these two with uh, ever yeah. since I got it, which has been good, good fun. Uh, especially since I was always a taskmaster. And now we've discovered that the dog likes likes chasing tea bags. Yes, from them throwing tea bags into cups from the greatest distance, which was won by Catherine, I believe. That was me, yeah, because she cheated. I did not cheat. <laughs> well, maybe that's not the best one to talk about. Yeah, Scooby kept on licking my tea bag. Yum, dog flavored tea. <laughs> anyway, one of the things we do as a family is we sit down for a family movie night. And over the past year, I've been trying to get them into more those geeky movies that are important to the culture, things that they need to know about. Uh, we did Groundhog Day, yay or nay? Nay. Yeah, that's what I'm up against. We did Jumanji. Um, we, it was so good. We we watched the second movie, uh, Crocodile Dundee. No! <laughs> Never again. No. Um, we, we haven't watched the original Ghostbusters, but we did try the new Ghostbusters. I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't good as a family movie. Charlotte liked it. I thought it was there was a lot wrong with it, but it was yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and watch it again. Uh, but one of the recent ones over Christmas we watched was Gremlins. <gasps> Grem- <laughs> you may know where this is going. Gremlins was released in 1984, the same year as Ghostbusters. A struggling inventor visits Chinatown and ends up buying his adult son the gift of a mogwai, naming the creature Gizmo. With the free, wo- can you remember what the free warnings were? Put it in dark. No, no, put it in sunlight. Don't put it in sunlight. Don't feed it past midnight. And don't let it touch water. Yeah. And of course, all those three things were broken in the movie to make a, a bit of havoc in the local town. Now, did you two enjoy it? Not really. So what what was wrong with it for you? It was just a bit boring. Like, you kind of knew that he was going to break all the rules. And like, they kept 
they spent so much time chasing him. It's just like a chasing scene. And like, they're chasing Okay, so too much action with nothing happening. Yeah, they basically do it, chase them for like half the movie. Okay, Charlotte? It was quite predictable. Right. Now, part of that would be because a lot of movies came after this and copied it. And then a lot of TV programs copied those copies so that everybody knows exactly what it is. It's one of those cornerstone programs from uh, my childhood. I hadn't seen the movie since, oh, I don't know, maybe I was in my late teens. And I was quite surprised how good it was. One of the things I liked was that all the effects were practical effects. It was no CGI. All those gremlins you saw running about, they had to make those in a, a workshop. One time in history we were watching this movie, and I can't remember what it was called. No, it was some history, what was it called? The Untouchables. Right, uh, Elliot Ness and those ones, yep. And at one point this guy has fallen off a building, and this is the most terrible green screen, you know the classic blue sky and, sky and lots of clouds like the wallpaper from Toy Story? Yeah. It was that as a green screen. <laughs> Oh the dear. man's going <laughs> with his arms flying and all that. People falling to the deaths is always a problem in movies trying to get, get that right. Because, well, no, you the, don't... You don't want them to actually die. You, exactly. You don't want them to actually die. I really enjoyed Gremlins and your mother really enjoyed Gremlins. It was a good movie for us. I think maybe we should do Gremlins 2, which was made in 1990. Oh. Crocodile Dundee 2. Oh. What about some movies that are more like the 2000s? Well, here's a thing for you, gentle listener. Why don't you suggest movies that we could watch for... That, are, that aren't anywhere below the 90s. That aren't before the 90s? You're killing me here. I want to do first Bueller's Day Off. I want to do Back... Um, have you seen Back to the Future? We should do Back to the Future. Anyway, if you, gentle listener, would like to suggest something for our family movie nights, that is an essential watching of uh, people who are into their geeky stuff. That we might like. That they might like. Now, there's caveats to this. Caveats to this. They will not watch a black and white movie. I have tried many times and they run away screaming... Going, where's the colour gone from the world? So if you, I would love it if you could uh, give us a few suggestions of movies you think we as a family would like together. <laughs> and you've heard what they tend to like. So do get in touch, either by our email, by Twitter or by Facebook. And let us know what you think we should be watching. Other things we've watched over Christmas. We haven't watched Doctor Who yet. Because uh, there was no Christmas one. That's okay. We got over that. I didn't. I'm didn't. telling you. I'm telling you. This better be good. Right. Well, we're going to talk. the company. We're going to talk about Doctor Who after the break. The whole last series and a few extra things about it. Because, yes. Because might be some spoilers. Yeah, there be, might be some spoilers. Exactly. Uh, I did get uh, a Doctor Who DVD from Rob uh, over Christmas, and it was black and white, so these two do not want to see it. The second Doctor... The... Is he on the scarf? No, he's not. Fourth Doctor scarf. Second one had... Does he have a hat? Wait, is he the one with celery? 
No, that's the fifth doctor. Is he the one with the can the candy cane? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, that's Santa Claus. The one with the cane and the shape of a question mark. No, that's the seventh does, doctor. Did, did he have a hat? He probably did have a hat. Ha! <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the Tomb of the Cybermen. So they not they're not going to watch it, but it's, I'm going to. Uh, other things we watched over Christmas. We started watching Watership Down, the Richard Adams adaptation. Catherine had seen the movie because she was off sick. Um, no, we, I, I, got, I got teeth out. She got teeth out, and oh, she was homesick. And we got I her. Sick, I said teeth. I know you weren't up school. Uh, and we found Watership Down. We thought because of her like of Warrior Cat, she might like that. What did you think of that movie? <laughs> it, well, the story wasn't bad. It was just it wasn't very well like planned out. It was a very slow moving. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Your but memory like, just been wiped from that time. So, I like the new one better though, even though yeah. it's a bit still a bit like slow. We watched the BBC on. one. It's a bit more tame. It's not as much. I mean, I've read Richard Adams before. I read uh, Shardick about a giant bear who basically mauled people, and the the it was quite graphic in the language. And what did you buy yesterday? I bought a Watership Down. The book, the novel to read for yourself. With a fancy hardback. Yeah, she went with for the gold bits on it. Uh, she bought the the actual paper edition of Watership Down, not the movie. So it'll be really interesting to see what you think of that, especially compared to Warrior Cats. Also, Catherine has started to watch anime. We've got a channel here called Film Four, and we're able to record a few off that. I recorded one or two, and she's actually watched quite a few. Well, so what what ones have you actually watched? The first one I watched was Howl's Moving Castle, and I didn't watch the last bit of it because it was too... Yeah. Okay. It's too lovey. Oh, oh lovey-dovey. Oh, oh, right. Oh. <laughs> then I watched Ariete, which was... Barrows? Was yeah. that the Barrows one? Yeah, sort of, I think. Yeah, then I watched The Cat Returns, and I quite liked it. And then I watched Ponyo, and it was good as well. Um, I, tr- I watched a bit of Pom Poco, I think. And then I only watched part of it because it was in Japanese and then there were subtitles and I couldn't be bothered to read it. And then I watched... <laughs> well, well, it's hard to watch. It's hard to get your, your mind into that. Some people like watching foreign movies and they get into a routine of, of doing subtitles. I remember doing that once. Yeah, because like, you, you're trying to look at the picture and the writing at the same time. And it's quite fast as well. And the last one I watched more recently was My Neighbour Totoro. And what was it like? I liked it. Okay. These are all from the same studio, aren't they? Yeah. What studio is that? Studio Ghibli. You know how to say that. I couldn't say that, so that's why I want... What what, what do you think it was? I I have got no G-H-I-B-L-I. It's just... No. But... um, So are you going to continue watching them? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Studio Ghibli was founded in 1985, and it's a certain—I uh, suppose it has a certain style to it. Have you been talking to people in school about these movies? Yeah. Do you know anybody who likes them? Yeah. What do they suggest you watch? My Neighbor Totoro. So I watched it. By the way, that's good. That's a wee catch up of what we're doing. After the break, we're going to come back and talk about Doctor Who, specifically the last season of it, the with the new Doctor, what we thought of it, and even what we thought of the New Year's Day episode. So 
You listen to a couple of promos for different podcasts, and then you'll hear from us in a couple of minutes. Bye. 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 The Fantastic Arts is your guide to the Fantastic Four from the beginning of the Marvel Age of Comics. Each week, Steve Lacey and Andy Leyland cover each issue, spin-off, guest appearance and cameo of Marvel's first family. And in 2019, we begin our journey through the neon decade, the 1980s. Join us as we cover... All-time classic runs from John Byrne and Walt Simonson. She-Hulk and Sharon Ventura join the Fantastic Four. The Invisible Girl No More, here comes The Invisible Woman. Spin-off series including Marvel 2-in-1 and The Thing. Marvel's Secret Wars, The Trial of Reed Richards and more. Find us at thefantasticast.com on iTunes and all other podcast services. The Fantasticast. Insert catchy tagline here. Wait, what? Born and raised to make a kill She was not given her own will Her first hit left her feeling only disdain She ran to Gotham's no man's land Learned from Barbara Gordon's hand The studs, the legacy of Cassandra Kane Rising from the devastation of no man's land A new warrior joined the Bat family Daughter of David Kane and Lady Shiva Trained from birth to be the ultimate killer But choosing instead to save lives She's been Batgirl, Black Bat, and Orphan She is Cassandra Kane. Join Mike Staley as he goes through every appearance of one of DC's most underrated characters in Silent Night, the Cassandra Kane podcast. On iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and at silentnight.podomatic.com. And we're back. Well, for you, it's been a couple of minutes. For us, actually, it's been a couple of weeks because I actually became unwell. Just a, just a gastric no, I'm thing. I'm unwell because I have the cold. And, and, and Charlotte has a cold, which, all, which is... And I'm all bunged up. Charlotte has a cold, which is a cold. And I'm fine. And Catherine is fine. Is. I'm fine now. Sure yeah. yes, right, anyway... Total spoilers now, because we're going to be talking about the last series of Doctor Who. Um, to be honest, if you haven't seen like seen it yet, what you doing? Yeah, I don't think if you haven't seen it, either see it. either you've been waiting for something, or you've been away somewhere, or you're just not going to see it at all. If you've been waiting for a sign, this is the sign. Okay, we're now a sign. <laughs> Charlotte is holding up a literal sign. Okay. Yes, of air. Anyway, right. It's a new doctor. It is the first female doctor. You being females yourself, first of all, what was your overall impression of the series? I like her pockets. She's got She's pockets. Got such big pockets as well. This is a thing as a man I didn't realise until I had daughters. You could fit like a bottle of water in that pocket and that's saying something. Like girls, their pockets are rubbish. I never have pockets because I wear leggings. Yeah, but even when uh, we we were over Christmas, we went shopping, and I was stuck there standing in the women's department, and I went over to repair jeans, 
and the pocket was so small. Oh, that's quite the, a deep one, that is. Yeah, the pocket was so small, you couldn't fit anything but a lipstick for. in. Yeah, it's for your lipstick. I saw a person today, it was a man with a... Look, as he had bottle in his back pocket, and I said to Catherine, I couldn't fit that in my pocket for anything. Like, I couldn't I couldn't squeeze it into my pocket. I compared it to him, hand in pocket. Well, I can't, but... Well, enough to scratch. <laughs> yeah, like, even in coat pockets, they're usually not that big. So, so... The doctor is striking a blow for f- uh, women's fashion by having pockets. I hopefully, really don't understand why. the trend will follow. I, I, I do hope so. Uh, what did you think of our outfit? It was good. Classic charity shop. Classic British charity shop. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I've heard a few people online saying it's the worst ever. I'll get back to people who are saying worst ever about the whole series. But, I mean, I remember the sixth doctor. It's good that the like Doctor Who are like getting with the age now because everything else is like moving on from like gender stereotypes and now Doctor Who on. Ah. What unpack that for me? Like other things are having like female roles for the first time and all that pizzazz mm. and Doctor Who are now doing it, so that should probably like inspire other companies to do that as well because Doctor Who's quite a big part of Britain. Yeah, big, big cultural impact. And plus, she's not wearing a skirt. That's yeah. true. She's wearing dungarees. <laughs> which well, is which is She is. It's uh, no, it's, it's trousers it's, with uh, braces. braces. Oh, right. uh, and, and braces are typically a, f- a male thing as well. Yes, because we know that from uh, Morecambe Mindy and Cannon and Ball. Rock on, Tommy. Which you two have no idea what either of those two things on. Okay, Nanu, Nanu. Let's go on to the other characters. There are three main TARDIS companions. Uh, you guys haven't had this before. I grew up with this, with uh, the Peter Davidson Doctor. And right from the beginning, the, the TARDIS has always been packed. Uh, it's only um, every now and again, there's only one companion. So we've got three of them. Can you remember who they are? Um, Graham, Ryan, and Yaz. That's right. Right, let's do Graham first. Graham is. Yep. He's on another TV show. He's he's on many a TV show. He's, he's a comedian, sure the actor is. He's a comedian and an actor. He's done acting before. He's done quite good acting before. I thought, like I thought, since I recognised the person as a comedian, I thought it would be more. He would be more a comical character. Well, he's funny, but not overly funny. He's done like, like that robot person. I can't remember his name. That okay. From the last series, your bald one. Oh yes, yeah, Matt Matt Lucas's character. Yeah. Ah, just say I. Ah. Okay. Um, no, I mean, he's done acting before. He's done serious acting before. Sometimes comedians make the best serious actors. Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, also played quite a surly detective in uh, a TV series. But he was quite a funny comedian. Probably still is. Yeah, that's beside the point. Uh, what do you think of his character? An old person in the TARDIS? We, have we ever seen that before? Apart from the Doctor, who's technically oh, quite old. Yeah, I was did it make a difference having somebody old how did you connect with that character well he he did say quite a lot like um, I remember one of them which one was it the one where they went back to the woman who sat on the bus oh yes he was just like are we not going to stop to eat (laughs) it's always talking about food Uh, what what about Yaz now people have criticised Doctor Who for being too PC this series for being too PC but she's the only police constable in this 
What do you mean PC? <laughs> politically correct. People talk about, oh, it's politically correct. Politically correct just means nice. People are trying to be nice to people. They don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, so they're being nice to them. They're not, like, slagging off people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of Yaz? Yeah, well, she's she's one of the things is she's quite an underused character. Yeah, uh, there wasn't a lot of backstory put in about her. She's like the one of the three who's like more sensible and like knows more. Because she's a police officer. Does that come across in that? Do you get that idea of that? Well, we do know about her history that she's like Pakistani. Okay. Uh, like her her grandmother has a broken watch and she gave it to Yaz. I think. Yes, and, and uh, we'll get on to the episodes in a wee while. Uh, and what about Ryan? I follow his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a real channel? Yeah. Has there been any new stuff on it? No. Oh, because they did that back in series two of New Who, where Mickey Smith had his uh, YouTube, cha- YouTube channel, or something like that, anyway. Yeah, but I'm gonna, if there's a new one, I'm gonna watch it. A new ep- uh, episode on the channel. His nan died. Yeah. And he now calls... Graham? Yeah, his granddad. Yeah, because... And that was a big step for him. That was. There's been development between Graham and Ryan. There's um, uh, the grandmother, who I've forgotten the name of... Grace. Grace has been that big connection. He's the first, I think, he might be the first character to have, like, a physical disability. Sure, he's, like, on coordination or something like that. Dyspraxia. Do you know what dyspraxia is? No, like... Not very Dyspraxia uh, is a chronic neurological disorder beginning in childhood and it affects the planning of movements and coordination as a result of brain messages not being accurately transmitted to the body. Yeah, Just yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't think that was used quite a lot in the series. It was, it was men- only mentioned when it was... Uh, well, no, it was mentioned... It was mentioned in different episodes but only when he needed to be scared to do something or he needed to overcome something and uh, it was mentioned okay so the three of them in the TARDIS the, the four yep his dad comes back yeah we knew that because we watched it yeah, his uh, dad almost got killed yeah we'll get to that what? we'll what? get to that New Year's Day episode Jazz. Yeah. yeah. The Dalek takes him over and then they try to suck the Dalek off and by opening the TARDIS doors oh, and the style almost disappears oh yeah but the fourth cast member is the TARDIS. A new interior design. A big question. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I can't remember. You don't really see it that much. You don't, it's, it's never pointed out that much. Well, I'll say for now, I didn't like it. I'm not that keen on the organic TARDIS uh, from the beginning of New Who. There was a lot of gun. Where it looks like it's... Uh, it I mean, New Who is the new Doctor Who from the, what was it, Ninth Doctor? How is it new then? Because it's new, it's... Yeah, because this is like... Um, th- yeah, but it's new as in the new series it started, because it, it stopped in the mid-80s and didn't get back again until the mid-90s. The only reason I don't like it is because of the organics. I like buttons to press, I don't like things to spin and uh, things like that, but... I like buttons, but it's a nice colour because it's like a galaxy thing, and then like they're in space, so it's like galaxy while they're in space. I like galaxies as well as Mars. Let's go through the episodes. The women who... 
The Woman Who Fell to Earth. That was the first episode. Uh, in it, we first meet uh, Ryan, Graham, and Yaz. We also first meet the... Well, we get to know the 13th Doctor. Uh, and the bad guy was called who? The guy who collected all the teeth. Yeah. And stuck them to his face with yeah. like the squiggly spaghetti thing. Yeah. I was called Tim Shaw. Oh, yeah. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. But Tibby. Uh, do you know the thing I liked about the episode best? <laughs> we didn't see the Doctor for the a good first bit of the episode. And then we didn't really... I, I like this uh, when in story writing where you don't have to resolve everything. The last we saw of the Doctor, she was falling out of the TARDIS towards Earth and we didn't get resolve of how she survived that fall. I presume with um, regeneration matter and all that. I wanted to see them regenerate. You did. That was the last series. Yeah, at the Christmas one with the Cybermen. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there weren't Cybermen in that. <laughs> Christmas one after the Cybermen. Christmas one with the first Doctor. You have to pay attention to these wee tiny details. Okay, so we meet everyone. We we get classic tropes of a new doctor. Was that Santa was in it? No, that was ages ago. Yeah, that was with Clara, and Clara died. Yeah. Oh, uh, remember that? I can't remember what the last one was. That that's okay. Uh, it's too long. I think your list is so long. It was it was over a year ago. Yeah. And uh, but. <laughs> Then we move on to Ghost Monument, where they get z- uh, all of them get zapped into space in the search for the TARDIS. Isn't that the race oh, one? That is the race one, yeah. Aye. Right. I just remembered it. Then oh, I thought that one was quite like long and not much in it. Yeah, but I enjoyed it anyway. I liked the bit where they went up to the sand bit at night and then like the things like started to eat them or whatever. Oh, yes. That was like a good bit of it, but I didn't really get the rest of it. Yeah, there was lots of sciencey bits. Then the third one was Rosa, where we get some history. That one was good. Rosa Parks. Parks. I was gonna say something else. Yeah. I can't remember what I was but, gonna say. Right. No one would have known apart from you saying that. <laughs> Rosa Parks, we get some history. Uh, have you ever heard of Rosa Parks before? Yes. She sat on the bus. Yeah. There's a song from Horrible Histories, and it's really, really catchy. It's about her, and she's like, She sat on the bus, 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 she sat on the bus. Okay. Um, if you don't know what Horrible Histories is, Horrible Histories is a children's program on the BBC, and it teaches about history. It is fantastic. If you want to know any of the history of anything, uh, go to Horrible Histories, find it on YouTube, and just uh, type it in. It's catchy songs, it's good information about history. I'm pretty sure we watched it in history once. The Doctor Who episode. Now that would be cool. No, the horrible histories. Yeah. I, I like the fact that the TARDIS crew being there didn't interfere with what happened and the fact that Graham had this crisis of conscience. Uh, next one, I vote for the best title of an episode, Arachnids in the UK. There was an album... Uh, uh, punk album called Anarchy in the UK. Uh, it's just very much like that. This one had Catherine's favourite animal, the spiders. Oh, I, Yay. I was in the hotel. That was, and we get to meet uh, Yaz's family. I think it was good apart from spiders. 
Yeah, you don't like spiders. You haven't seen the second Harry Potter movie because there's, you know the spiders. Then we get to the... I don't know how to pronounce this. The Saranga Conundrum. Con- can I conundrum. I can do Conundrum. I can. What one is it? It's like Tsunami. Kind of. Yep. So the, Sinan- the next one is the Sinandra con- Conundrum. Next one is the Sinandra Conundrum. It's not I can't actually yeah. remember that. They went to a junk planet, and I can't actually remember much else. What happened? Oh, I can remember. I can remember them standing on a junk planet because they were looking for something, and they found. Is that the one where they found some something, and it was like it was like world shrunk? No, I, I think there, there was a one with, with one with a teeth person again. No. Is that the one with the ray fish? You, you've been watching too much yeah. old, no, old, older Doctor Who on uh, yeah the Planet of the Dead. It's the one with the wee small creature. I'm just looking up Wikipedia here that ate everything. So they were in a spaceship. Oh, I remember it. Cause like they had they had to bring it to one space because it kept on eating like the walls stuff when they're, they're in the hospital ship. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I remember that. And there was only two people commanding the ship or like on yeah, the ship. Yeah, that's right. Next one was Demons of the Punjab. Now for me, this is a history one that I didn't know much about the partition of India. Oh. Uh, uh, India and Pakistan. Is that the one about the watch? That yeah. is the one about the watch. Yaz's Granny and Granddad. No, this this felt a wee bit like uh, some of the uh, issues of Ms. Marvel, where she has that similar background, where her grandparents came from uh, India during the partition of India. It gave a wee bit of background to the partition of India, and it made me want to read up more. There could be a crossover between Marvel and Doctor Who, and Yaz could be Ms. Marvel secretly, and we don't know. Or a cousin. Or her cousin. Yeah. Or her cousin. But I don't think I don't think Miss Marvel has any female cousins. I don't know. This is the second of the history ones, and it is a history lesson. When Doctor Who first started, it was meant to be an educational program. I like the history ones better. My, your mother is the same. I mean, we we sit down and watch this all together, which is good. The last series, the last of Peter Capaldi's, in fact, a couple of series uh, before that. Uh, quite a lot of the time it was I don't understand this, I don't know what's going on and I think some of them I was the only one enjoyed them and this series we're watching them and we're understanding most of them next next episode, episode 7 Kerblam oh that was a good one I liked that one that was funny that was, um, it had Lee Mack in it who oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah, the robots basically Amazon, they went to mm. Amazon yeah. Uh, and they did it, which was a lot of fun. Um, bubble wrap is now dangerous. You do realize the very next day, Charlotte, you started to pop bubble wrap. I love bubble wrap. That is, so you tried to kill us all. Right, episode eight, Witchfinders. Oh, I like that one. I've watched it. Yeah, yeah, you watched it since there. Um, basically, the doctor is confused with a witch, and it actually brings about, uh, for the first episode, the fact that is a female doctor plays into the plot. When that was out, we had just finished doing witches in school as well. Oh, cool. It was magic. But but also outstanding performance of King James. Uh, he, he was cool. I want him to be back. Or, or him to play 
the uh, the kings throughout the ages. The only thing the only thing I found weird was the King James. He didn't like he didn't treat uh, Ryan differently because he had a different skin color. So, but they they like black people would have been still been slaves back then. But not in the U- not in Britain. Uh, it's an interesting but, point. But they still weren't treated the same as white. Well, it's something we could look up because when Martha went back to um, William Shakespeare times, uh, you know she wasn't treated any different because she was black. But when she went back to nineteen seventeen, nineteen no nineteen thirteen, uh, uh, to work in a school, she was spat on for being black. So it's something maybe we could look up and find out a bit more about. But sure, um, they said that he was the witch finder's like, accompaniment or something, so he wouldn't have been. It could be that. It could be that he was seen as just a subordinate to Graham's witch finder in his magnificent hat. I do, did like his hat. Don't I, get one of those hats. Number nine, it takes you away, where we uh, go to our Norwegian wood into a cavern and we go to a different dimension. Um, I liked that one. I don't think it was as good as the other ones. It was a wee bit confusing about where this other dimension was and how there can be another dimension because it's been stated before that you can't have other dimensions. That was the one with the blind girl. That was the one with the blind girl, played by a blind actress. Oscar. And also, like, why the tunnel was so long. Like, why can't you step through the mirror and it was there? Uh, I think I think that's plot. Plot dictates that they want something in between. And who the guy in the middle was. And the last of the series was Battle of Ranscore of Kolos, which brings us back to uh, Tim Shaw, who's in it, and lots of different planets. It was a wee bit, I found that, that one was a wee bit... That was the one with the Shrunken Planets. It was a wee bit confusing. I like the name Tim Shaw. <laughs> well, it sounds like a very ordinary name. T-Z-I-M-S-H-A. Tim. Oh, I thought it would be T I M S H A W. Uh, let me see. Tim Shaw. 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 But I like I like the fact that that, that was done with Tim Shaw. Um, but as as an end of a season, it wasn't quite dramatic enough. You're so shy as if you're possibly going Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. I liked it. Yeah, it was well, good. I wasn't really like one to end it, but it was still good. Yeah, it was a good mid-season episode, but not the end. What we missed out on this series, there was no overall story arc, which there has been for many a year. Like the pieces didn't connect; they were just like peace, peace, yeah. peace. The the stories didn't connect. Like last season, there was who was in the mysterious vault that the Doctor was keeping, and it was missing. Ah. Or the very first one, Bad Wolf. Or Torchwood, or all these other um, things. What's the Torchwood one? Torchwood was the second series, the first with David Tennant. Torchwood was mentioned every now and again until they got to the end, and they were in Torchwood Tower, and the Cybermen came, and the Daleks came, and oh, everybody that, had fun. Was that the one where there was like a big party with them all? But like, it wasn't a party. Fight? I think you were thinking of the word yeah. fight. Fight like, and party oh, are the same. Came. Yes. No, no, that's different. Well, that's that, an after, isn't it? That's that's the eleventh Doctor one. That's anyway. Back to back to talking about. Also, one of the criticisms people have had uh, was there were no um, classic series monsters, no Daleks or Cybermen no, or. There was a Dalek. Well, I haven't got to that yet. 
Oh. And people complained about that. I actually liked it. I liked the fact the Doctor was off on her own. I tell you what, once the Doctor fell through that roof of the train in that first episode, it was the Doctor. I found the portrayal of the Doctor to be great. The curiosity, the silliness was there from other Doctors. I, I like the way that she went... Um, she went like blah, 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 as long as she was talking, like having a conversation with herself. Yeah, I, 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 and that, that's quite a doctor thing because the doctor's been around for who knows how many years now. I think what? that's like part of Matt Smith. It, it's been part of many's a doctor. Yeah, and the the way she wields the sonic screwdriver almost like a sword, ready to. Yeah. Uh, and the way she wants to say fam, you're my fam and everyone's going no, no, no no, no, not like that but that wasn't the end of Doctor Who on New Year's Day, just after we recorded the last uh, part of this episode, we got to see Resolution Uh, and New Year's Day moving from Christmas Day, which annoyed me to no end because basically we sat watching a blank TV for an hour on Christmas night watch the bake-off uh, yeah in other words blank tv bake-off <laughs> i can't remember what, what the last one was but the last one's called Re- um resolution where two people who are doing archaeology find this oh, yeah. th- uh, thing and it comes alive and it's this octopus right. did you know what it was a dalek did you know before no Right, because I knew. I thought it was in a different episode. I thought we'd already talked about that. <laughs> but I knew that's what Daleks looked like in inside the casing. Yeah, that that's okay. I think it was brilliant the way that was done. That us old fa- older fans remembered, like from Genesis of the Daleks and things like that. And you younger guys maybe forgot that actually there was a creature inside the Dalek. What did you think of the Dalek as in the the war machine Dalek the the fixer upper? Yeah. The bottom half was like a Dalek but the top half was not like a Dalek. Oh it was. It had the pointy things. Well it was very it was very like fat 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 Dalek. Skinny Dalek. It kind of looked the same but slightly different. Yeah, it was a makeshift one, and I liked that. I liked the fact there was only one Dalek, and the Dalek caused havoc. What I want to know is where it found all the parts there, and how it managed to fit them together perfectly. Yeah, being an octopus. But it kind of mirrored the Doctor making her sonic screwdriver. Did she make her own? Yes. (laughs) I can't remember that, but that was in like the first one, and then they went to the guy who had the big. Glute, not glute, the big, um, yeah, well, like, yeah, and then um, they were trying to find out something, and then she made one, like, she was hammering stuff and, like, soldering stuff. That's That's okay, we can watch it all again, which would be fun. Uh, I know you are. Um, Have you enjoyed this series? Yes, I. Are you looking forward to the next series? That starts in about a year's time, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, a slight problem. There's no more Doctor Who this year. Apart, uh, from, apart from New Year's Christmas. We don't know if there will be one. Don't tell me they're going to do it on, like, Charlotte. Chinese New Year. <laughs> Charlotte New Year is going to be next year. True. That's true as well. Stop! <laughs> it's in New Year or Christmas. We're hoping that it's early next year. Um, yes. and it takes a long time to make there was only 10 episodes in this series plus the the 
holiday special, uh, where before there's been 12 or 13 episodes plus a holiday special. And I hope it goes back to Christmas Day. There are people out there, and I'm a fool because I keep looking at the videos uh, on them on YouTube, who say this is the worst Doctor ever. And they've ruined Doctor Who, some say because it's too diverse. I mean, I mean, you have to have people all sorts of colours on it, or because it's well, a woman well, doctor. Yeah. How can the doctor be a woman? Yeah, that's because that's the thing now. We're all about equality. Like, people ain't just like... Oh, you're that colour. I don't like you. Oh, you're that religion. I don't like you. Oh, you're that, like, gender. I don't like you. For those people who... Wait, no. Yeah. For the people who say, how can she be a... How can he be... For those people who say, how can they be a woman? How can they change from an old to young and then to old again? Yeah, I mean, the Doctor wasn't even alien until... It wasn't confirmed alien until well into the second Doctor's run. What was he going to be then? Well, it was just an eccentric person from the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it was never made clear that this was uh, a Time Lord from Gallifrey until well into it. I did check that. So, I mean, it's changed all the time and stories change. You could only have 12 Doctors... And then they changed that. Yeah. They were obviously going to change that to make like more money and all that. Oh, why? But like, if you go to a hospital and you get treated by a doctor, you will like see either a female doctor or a male doctor. You will not just see a male doctor. I'm fe- you will not just see a female nurse. Yeah. You will see male nurses and female doctors. <laughs> Sorry, did I and, and, yes. and one of the, the worst things people are saying is, oh, it's not Doctor Who, it's Nurse Who. And it like... It has changed, but it's still good. Like, I'd rather have that than more just random stuff of him talking about something sciencey. Well, I don't know what he's saying. It's changing with the times. It's not just changing for nothing. It's changing with the times. And there's also the thing: if you didn't like, and you're allowed not to like the, you watch this it. doctor, you don't have to watch it. When they took away the marriage of Spider-Man, when they had Mephisto magic it away quite a few years ago, Marvel got into a lot of criticism about that. People complained. One of the writers, Peter David, said to the people who said, you've ruined my Spider-Man. I I can't enjoy it anymore. He said, well, all the issues that you enjoyed are still there and you can read them. And there's probably lots of ones you haven't. Doctor Who has got all the television episodes of all the 13 Doctors. There's some missing from, I think, the first and second Doctor. They're, they're missing ones. But there's also books. There's also the Big Finish audio there's ones. There's comics. There's all sorts. You can there's still enjoy podcasts. your Doctor. On the BBC iPlayer, there's ones from, I think it's the ninth or 10th ones up. All the New Who is on the BBC iPlayer. I don't know if that translates into America, but uh, it, it's good fun because you've been watching a lot. Of, it's been Doctor Who or Tracy Baker on the iPlayer. That's true. Yeah, so which is your favourite of the Doctors? I like the 10th and the 9th. But not the 11th? I don't know. Is it- right, which one? What, what, do, what do they look like? The, the Matt Smith and then the David Tennant one. Matt Smith and David Tennant. I remember who's, when... Who's the 10th? 10th is David Tennant. Who's the 12th? Uh, That's Peter, Peter Capaldi. Matt Smith. Custard. 
Right. Uh, and I remember when the ninth turned into the tenth, people were going, I don't like that. I don't like that. I hate that. I people hate that. People always hate change. I remember when, from the, my very first experience of regeneration, people were complaining about it. It was from Tom Baker to Peter Davidson, the fourth to the fifth Doctor. Peter Davidson was quite a bit younger than any other Doctor. Oh, the Doctor can't be that young. How can the Doctor be that young? People next, always complain. Next, we need a ginger Doctor and a black Doctor. <laughs> I don't even get, think you can get both of them in one Doctor. I'm not too sure. I don't think so. I think that would be a bit odd. What about... Have, have we had a blonde Doctor? What about a Northern Irish Doctor? The doctor now is blonde. A natural well, blonde uh, Doctor. Fifth Doctor. Yeah. He was kind of blonde. And like, uh, like, accent doctor. They're all British. Yeah, that's the thing about Doctor Who. And Honestly. Ulster Scots. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Stick it to the shoe, Nobody. Oh, wait, We've had Pete Capaldi. We've had Sylvester McCoy. Charlotte, if it was Ulster Scots, nobody would understand a word. Yeah, but apart from us, and that would be the fun of it. Everyone would just be like, oh, I hate this, and I'd say, I love this. Yeah, Ulster Scots and fun haven't been mentioned in the same sentence for a long time. Dairy Girls. <laughs> a lot of people love Dairy Girls, but they couldn't understand it. That's true. It was it's a sitcom about the nineteen eighties and uh, girls in school in Derry, in Stroke City, London Derry, whatever you want to call. Watch that, Catherine. Everybody in school talks about it, and you've watched it. No. Well, we we invited her to watch it, and then she went, because she's I think she's old enough to understand the humour. Anyway, thank you very much for taking us on that journey with the Doctor on the TARDIS. This has been a Mark's Mess podcast brought to you by, well, the things we've missed over the past few months. All the characters are property of their owners and not of us. And you can contact us by email. By marksmess at gmail.com. Or on Twitter. At Mark's Podcast without the T. Or on our webpage, marksmesspodcast.blogspot.com or on our Facebook page. Mark's Mess Podcast. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. We will be back in February, hopefully, with the <laughs> with the geeky letter X. Now we've done X-Men. We're gonna do something completely different well, not completely different. It's gonna have do an X. Do we like it or is it just gonna be another thing? Okay. Oh let's do this. <laughs> X-ray vision. X-ray vision. Yeah, we could do Superman and Supergirl. You bring something about Superman and Supergirl. Yeah. And they've got X-ray vision. The Zor-El family. Yes, you do that. Where you do. Album get bored. Bye. Bye. Bye.